Welcome back to Rad Dads, a podcast where I, Micah Sherman, interview some of the coolest dads I know who have a big heart for their families and an even bigger love for Jesus. Today's episode is very special to me as I get to interview a close family member of mine who is a seasoned dad of all girls. Our verse of the episode is from Matthew 22, 37 to 40. And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Grab your coffee and maybe a box of tissues for this one, folks. And let's get started. Welcome back to the fourth episode of Rad Dads. Uh, last week, if you tuned in, I got the um, opportunity to interview Ben Mayberry, um, who is a boy dad of three boys. Um, and this week, um, we're going to the other side of the pendulum, and I have the distinct honor of interviewing my father-in-law, Cosmo D'Aquila. So welcome to the show, Cosmo. Thank you. Uh, so we start every episode. It's called the Scouting Report, so I get to do... Uh, my uh, homework and kind of share a little brag about you a little bit. Um, so Cosmo is a dad of four girls and uh, he also um, owns his own deli and uh, you have been working there for how long and how long have you owned it? Uh, it's been in business for over 50 years. I got, I got a good 45 into it probably. Believe it or not, that's crazy, huh? Yeah, long time. Yeah. It's a legacy. Um, and, uh, some other, um, pieces of who Cosmo is, he is, uh, a master chef. He's a mountain biker, Mr. Fix it slash build it, um, architectural artist. I'm going to keep going Cosmo. So That's too hang much. in there. <laughs> Fantastic host with him and his wife, um, natural mentor, with a huge heart to serve all those around him. Um, and then your wife, I asked her some qualities that you have that she admires about you. And she said that you're a wise, strong, sensitive, uh, sensitive companion, um, best girl dad ever straight from your wife. Um, and then lastly, just a great mediator, um, someone that she said she'd go to, uh, for advice from and fair minded. No, that's, that's. Pretty nice. You don't get to hear that every day. No, I don't. You know, so um, yeah. So let's get into it. Um, so tell us uh, maybe a little bit more about. Um, you know, I mentioned you have four daughters. One is my wife. Um, kind of their ages, and maybe a little bit more about um, what you do for your job. All right. Um, I have, or we have, four daughters: um, Dessa, Kinsey, Cosmo, and Liana. Um, when we got started with this journey, you know, you, you get married and we got married fairly young. I think I was 25 and, uh, all of a sudden we were pregnant, which was a surprise. I guess, uh, we didn't realize we were supposed to wash our underwear in separate machines or something, <laughs> but, um, we had our first kid and I can remember like it was yesterday, <clears throat> bring, bringing her home and then like looking at Laura going, oh my God, now what do we do? You know, call your mom. What are we supposed to do now? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to figure out, you know, you grew up, I grew up with, you know, uh, a one brother, two sisters, t- typical Italian family, real close. And uh, so, of course, you're going to mimic whatever, you know, style that you grew up with. But, you know, we 
just talked about how we can raise these kids, what's mm. important to us. And a lot of it we didn't talk about until we actually got on a journey of, you know, ha- having kids. So um, they're all different. I remember, I remember when Dessa was born and we got pregnant for the second one. It was like, I was really concerned on <clears throat> how, how am I going to love the second one as much as I love the first one? Yep. It was like a big, <clears throat> big deal to me. It's like, oh, no, you know, I was so close to with Dessa. Um, but it's amazing how you have a different love with each kid and how each one is uh, special in their own ways. But so we have that. That's been going on for a while. The, my oldest, Dessa, is... Oh my god, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow it here. But 30, 34? I think, I think thirty. Yeah, that sounds 33, right. Thirty-three, thirty-four, uh-huh. something like that. And uh, the youngest is twenty-seven. Um, and a nice mix in between. Uh, great kids. Uh, we have uh, two, one, two, three. Wait, we have three son-in-laws, uh, which are awesome. And uh, so I, I always wanted a boy, but I got three great son-in-laws, so it's a great trade-off. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, had my first grandson um so that was a new experience for me it's like oh how do i i don't know how to i don't know how to yeah. act with a boy right what, what am i Never supposed had to do that before. <laughs> i'm not playing with dolls with them anymore now i get to throw a ball which is <clears throat> kind of fun and a beautiful granddaughter as well but um yeah i mean you know life all the decisions you get to make that you never think about until they're in front of you as far as uh, how you're going to raise them, what are you going to feed them, where are they going to go to school, how do you, you know, just all that stuff. It's, yeah. you know, I have, I have a, a great partner yeah. who's uh, made it fairly easy. Yeah. <clears throat> so did you, did you think that, did you have any idea, do you think you would be a dad of all girls, four girls? No, no, I <laughs> never thought, you know, like I said, at first I thought, yeah, we'd have a few kids, but um, kept thinking that boy was coming, you know, he was going to pass on the name and all that. I did pass on my, our name, my name, Cosmo, to my uh, third daughter. And uh, I remember my wife really was a big part of that, too. She's the one who said, yeah, it's going to be good. We should mm. do that. But um, nope, never thought I'd have four daughters. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I had a couple more, though. It goes pretty quick. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You're already, yeah, they're all adults. Three of them are married now. Yeah, I can imagine. it's For me, it's already going by fast, and I only have a four-year-old yeah. uh, and a one-and-a-half-year-old. Um Okay, so tell us what, uh, as being a girl dad, what were kind of some of the, what was it like? What were kind of some of the highlights? What were some of the challenges of being a, a dad of four girls growing mm-hmm. up? Um, well, I was I was raised um, to be pretty much in, like an independent thinker, I guess you would say. Like my dad always said, you know, he's always instructed me to. <clears throat> be a man, stand up, you know, be able to stand on your own two feet, that kind of thing. So I always thought for my kids, you know, as we were, were going and you know, learning all this, it's like, hey, I want my girls to be their own person. I don't want them to depend on another, you know, a man. Yeah. You know, I want them to be strong, individual women, you know, have their own minds, yada, yada, yada. I think we did fairly good. Um, yeah. And I remember I used to be in martial arts, and I thought, I'm looking forward to training them all to, so they can defend themselves mm-hmm. too, you know. Yeah. Because again, and at that point in my life, I always I was thinking that um, it was me. It was all about you know I'm strong. I'm this. I'm that. I never never put God in the, into the equation. Mm. <clears throat> but um, <clears throat> today, <clears throat> which I have trouble with this, sharing my 
my feelings. But today I would say <clears throat> it's, all that's important, but I think um, being a, jeez, uh, I can never do this. <laughs> being that grandfather, I want my grandkids to understand the Lord should be first. Sure, yeah, definitely. Give me a second. Go ahead, ask another yeah. question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about, man, what are some of the traits that I see in all of your daughters? And I think definitely, you know, they all are hard workers, man. They are all hard workers. And yeah. the other thing I think that I think that I've seen in them too, they all have it, is a confidence in them, um, in who they are. I mean, you guys have a lot of family get-togethers, family reunions, birthdays, and they like without without a second thought, they're ready to like. Yeah. share and speak in front of everybody and that's not me and my siblings <laughs> um, they have a confidence about them that i think definitely that you and your wife have um passed on to them that i think is really special um and uh, especially with laura's birthday recently they all got up and shared something about their mom which i thought was so special yeah they're pretty um, incredible that way that's for sure yeah i yeah. think that might be more of her mom's mom's trade than dad but uh, they're, they're pretty awesome <laughs> well i mean growing up with all girls so i assume like you probably got your nails painted they maybe dressed you up i don't was it was it like that was it no I, I, not so much um they they pretty much wanted to pick up that paintbrush or that hammer and come out in the yard and oh, dig cool. so um um they did play with their dolls and do dress up and stuff, but I, I wasn't really involved in that as much. But mm -hmm. Kinsey would be outside with no shirt on and, yeah. <laughs> you know, helping me paint. And she would just, you know, watch, just want to, I don't know, do stuff that dad did, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they all had they all had something unique about them. That, But I remember Kinsey, mostly she'd, she'd rock around half naked in the backyard. Yeah. She wanted to be like her dad. Yep. Yeah. She wanted to pee in the backyard. I told her that just doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean, and, you know, the a lot of a lot of their time we were trying to get them to have different opportunities whether it was sports at school or or drama or singing or dancing. And so they all they all got to kind of dabble in all that a little bit and mm -hmm. find out. And my daughter Cosma really in, really thrived with dance. She took off mm -hmm. in the dance uh, realm of everything she was incredible dancer still is and uh dessa has has a beautiful voice kenzie has a great voice uh, as a matter of fact <clears throat> she started her own little band and uh you know went pretty far with all that and still yeah. today she's still writing music and stuff um yeah. and liana she's just she's got dad's work work ethic that's for sure uh, great sense of humor. Great sense of humor. That kid, <laughs> I mean, someone who's really fun to be around, keeps things very exciting, that's for sure. <laughs> Never yeah. a dull moment, yeah. you know? Yeah, they're definitely all very different, but, um, and I think that you guys have done such a good job of encouraging them with whatever they have had interest in and supporting them in that, because they all are, do they all do some um, very different things from, you know, Dessa with her farm and agriculture right? and everything. And here's a girl who... Wanted to play with dolls and hated animals and whatever, and now she <laughs> wants to be a farmer. Incredible. Yeah. yeah, that would, yeah. How things change. No kidding. <laughs> um, I was also going to say, you know, like you, you guys, you mentioned, like, man, faith is so important. And so many times, you, you guys are great hosts. So you host a lot. And every time we have people together, we, you know, we always start with prayer before our meals and stuff. 
And every time, you know, you're, you, I think as you've gotten older, you're, you're a little more sensitive, especially when things come to faith. Oh, yeah. That Big time. You, you know, you start kind of choking up when you, we talk about those. And I've noticed that when as soon as dad does that, I look at all the daughters and all of them are teary-eyed too. So it's so I think it's really special to see Cosmo how you as their dad, have, you have such a strong connection to their heart. Um, when they see you, man, there's a, there's a special connection there and they really value what you think, what you feel, and your input in their life. And that's evident, very evident to everybody. Um, so well, great kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, this really could be multiple episodes because I think you're such a huge wealth of experience and wisdom. Uh, so this one episode isn't going to do it justice, but we're going to make it, we're going to do as best we can. Um, anything. So, you, you know, you mentioned faith, um, essentials of being a girl dad. Are there any other things that you feel like, you know, every girl dad needs to know this, that this part, this is important of being a girl dad. Anything else that sticks out? For oh, you? hugely. You gotta be, you gotta be a good listener. Good listener. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think, I think listening is important, but mm, being involved in their day to day. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> being involved in their day to day, ask questions, um, and sometimes as a dad, you're so busy with just trying to make ends meet, you know, pay paying bills and. <clears throat> covering all the expenses so they can have these different experiences. Yeah. You get, you know, so I think that can be overwhelming when we get lost, but I think it's super important to uh, slow down hmm. and listen and, uh, you know, talk to them about their dreams and um, share um, share things that, <clears throat> that you've experienced growing up. You know, a lot of dads don't do that. Hmm. You know, and I, I don't, and I think a lot of dads could either busy or they, they don't know how to share or um, they think it's weak if they uh, get emotional. And uh, God's blessed me with this uh, emotion that I don't know work. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> like this before I had four daughters. <laughs> so, I mean, I used to that, but now it's, I've been crying ever since. I don't get yeah. what the yeah, problem yeah. is. But okay, Lord, if that's what you want, that's, that's the way it's going to go. Yeah. Um, but I think I, I think the most important thing is to take time and uh, listen to their dreams and what they want to do, mm-hmm. you know, and, sure. and of, course, of course, encourage them, which, which whatever they're doing and right. help them try different things. You try to, you know, guide them in, in good choices that, you know, that they're making, if they're going to be, whether they're going to be an athlete or a musician or, you know, what their favorite studies are, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can kind of help them see where their strengths are and help them get there, I guess. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know if that's kind of the, the, the answer to the question. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, <laughs> I think that's great advice, even for my daughter. I know that just sitting there and listening to her, no matter what she's talking about, right. makes, a, uh, makes a difference, and she, she appreciates it. And you may not always agree with right. what they're saying, right. but um, my dad, uh, I remember he used to say <clears throat> about his dad, taught him that, you know, it, it's... When you it's once you say something, you can't take it back. So be very thoughtful or right. careful in the words that you mm-hmm. use, and and think about what you what you're trying to explain. If you're trying to discipline them, you know, and what it is you want to teach them or whatever, you know, choose your words well because they stay. They're not going to go mm-hmm. away. Yeah. So yeah, your your wor- your words carry weight. Yeah, <laughs> no definitely. What they are. 
Um, so as we mentioned before, Cosmo's a business owner, owns his own deli. It's been the family for how many years again? Over 50. Over 50 years. Um, so there's a legacy there, a lot of hard work, a lot of pain, blood, sweat, tears. Um, for any dads that own their own business, um, what would you, what advice would you give for just kind of keeping balance between work and family, um, and, uh, just, just being a dad and owning your own business? Mm, good, good question. Um, cause when, when you're, when you're in the heat of it, whether it's, it's a business or work, or even if you're just an employee working for somebody and you're trying to, um, take care of your family and, and bring home the bacon, I guess you could say. Um, when, when things get tough, you, you have a tendency to just, well, I gotta work harder. I gotta spend more time at work. We, we, need, we need these things for our kids. We need these things for our family or whatever that may be. Um, so a lot of times it's easy to get lost in your work and, and uh, not have as much time for your family, I guess, or, or minimal time. And then uh, that kind of, I think, hurts your family, but I think more important is, <clears throat> which again I've learned. I didn't have. I didn't do. I didn't always do this. Is to try to put God first, you know, um, and then your family and your business and kind of. In other words, have have the right order, you know. <clears throat> if God's blessing your business, you got nothing to worry about. But you have to have that connection with your faith. Um, mm-hmm. And, and listen to what he, how he's guiding you, you know, and try to do the best you can with whatever it is kind of business that you do. But, you know, then it's your family's there and then your work. And I know a lot of people say, well, if I don't have my job, I don't have my family. And I used to think the same thing, but mm. um, some for some reason, I've seen a lot of changes with God will provide. Um, mm. Maybe not always as fast as we want it or something, but, mm. you know. Timing is different sometimes. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's all seasonal. Sometimes we got to wait. Sometimes we think he's not listening, but we've been, our family's been hugely blessed. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I guess um, hard work is a big part of it. And there's a time in your life that you just have to put your head down mm. and work hard to get ahead. And, it, and in today's world, I see the, the struggles my kids have and other friends, and ooh, it's tough. Hmm. So, but I think, you know, balance is important. Um, and, uh, you know, I've always, I was always raised to, you know, save, you know, for that rainy day um, and to take hmm. part of your, your salary, whatever it is. And there's times when we were living check to check and, and actually negative. It's like we'd be short. We didn't hmm. have enough money to pay everything that we paid. And, you know, that's where the credit cards come in. But that's dangerous, man. If, you know, once the credit card debt starts adding up, it's really hard to get, get it under control. So mm. I would encourage to stay away from those credit cards. But yeah. <laughs> um, so that means just, you know, live frugally and try not to overdo whatever it is that you have to work with. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're, I'm, I'm past raising the family. Now I get to enjoy yeah. my grandkids. But... You know, I, I tell my kids, guys, it's not going to happen tomorrow. You're going to work hard for something. I mean, I spent my whole life working to get to where I'm at today. Right. And I think, I look at other people who either traveled when they were younger and they did a lot more than I did, you know. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's, I think everyone's journey is different. Some people that's good for, some people. But, you know, and all I can do is just, you know, 
my dad, I, I watched my mom and dad, how they, what they did in their, with their, with our family and how they moved forward. And some of it I mimicked and some of it I go, I don't want that for my sure. family. I want right. this, you know? So, um, yeah, I think it's learning. I think it's important that you look, you know, talk to a lot of older people and mentors right. are great, you know, mm-hmm. listen to their stories for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, glean from them what you can. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I feel like, you know, you mentioned you, at, some, at one point you were living check to check, but I'm sure looking back on it now, you're like, man, like, do you feel like God had you the, had you in his hands the whole time, even in those moments? Yeah, not, but I wasn't plugged in maybe at that sure. point. You know, yeah. I was like, I was still struggling. I'm, I'm the bread maker and right. I'm going to fix it and mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. Yeah. So it took me a while to figure out who was really in charge. But uh, yeah, I think he's, he's had, he's had our best interests my whole life, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But again, I think, I think balance is cool. It's super important, you know, and how, so again, as I look at my youngest daughter who just got married, she's been married a year and they, and they have dreams and stuff they want to do and they're struggling with everything is ridiculously expensive today, you know, for, for what they have to pay just to, just to rent a place. It's stupid, you know, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, like, like, you know, be patient. You're going to have, it's not going to happen right away. Sure. You keep saving, you keep chipping away at it. And I promise you, you'll get there. It might take longer than it did right, when right. we were younger, but uh, you're going to work just as hard as we did, if not harder, you know? Sure. Yeah. But, you know. And I feel like our generation, we, patience is a lot harder for us because, yeah. you know, everything's at our fingertips. Right. Or I think your generation, you really did have to work for everything that you, you know, wanted. And so I think, man, patience is always such good advice. Like, hey, it's going to come. It's going to happen. But like, yeah, stay the course, you know, do your job, do your work. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. When my first, my dad used to give us, I remember my brother and I would uh, go to work with him, sweeping up an alley or doing whatever we did as, as young kids. And he would give us a 50 cent piece. And, uh, you know, I'd want to go out and do something right away and buy mm-hmm. something. And yeah. they'd encourage us, no, mm-hmm. you do not do that. You save it until you have enough to do. You know, what are you buying and what do you need and that kind of stuff. And I will tell you, my brother is very good at that. He probably still has that first 50-cent piece wow. that my dad gave him. Yeah. I guarantee he's got tucked away he's somewhere. He's a saver. He's a saver. <laughs> he's a good saver. But um, so, they again, they instruct, they, you know, instructed us, guided us to, to do that and, and to know that, Whatever it is, whatever dreams you have, and a dream big, and, and work hard for what your dreams are, and you you'll get them. But to be patient, I guess, is the main sure. thing. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. Back to patience. Um, moving on. Uh, so your kids are obviously adults now. Um, so you've been through the years um, of them being young and going through school and everything, and now they're adults. What do you think? How does your how has your role changed? From, you know, being dad of, you know, elementary, junior high, high school to now, what does your role look like as a dad of kids that are adults? Right. Well, when they're younger, you're constantly grooming and and trying to guide them down a path of, you know, I can say righteousness or making good, making good choices, Mm -hmm. I guess. I think now I'm not, um, I'm there to support their choices um, I still want to be involved. I, as if I still want to be involved in their life, but it's their choices. I mean, I may, I, I talk to my daughters and say, you know, I may not always agree with the choices that you're mm-hmm. making, but these are your choices. You're old enough to make your own decision on right. whatever it is. So we're going to support 
you know, work with you through that. But it, it's kind of nice to step back and see some stuff stuck really good and some mm-hmm. stuff didn't. But, you know, they'll, they'll figure it out. They have to make their own mistakes and they have to, as long as they keep stepping forward. And I'm like, that's the main thing. Just keep, don't, don't give up. Just keep working hard, stepping forward, mm-hmm. working hard, and you'll get to where you want to go, you know. But it's important that you know <clears throat> what you're trying to get, I guess. So it's mm-hmm. good to have a clear focus on what is it I want in my life? Is it whether I'm working towards paying off uh, my school loans or a career, or I'm working towards finishing my career, or I'm working towards this, or whatever that may be. Okay, well, well, so I think it's good that you kind of put in order what's important so at least you have some goals to meet, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So kind of being a, a voice of wisdom when they need it. Yeah. Um, Try to, yep. <laughs> yeah, right, and trying your best to do that. Yeah, is that in some ways harder or easier, maybe it's a little bit of both, um, being more of the supportive role rather than the, hey, this is the direction we're going kind of role. No, I think it's, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's easier or harder. It's, it, I just love being around them. They're like, they're a lot of fun to hang with. It's, Mm -hmm. it's also fun to see them get to where they want to be, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever that, you know, and each one of them has different goals they're trying to make, but, you know, just loving on them, spending time with them is, yeah. is enough, you know, mm-hmm. and now that we have some grandkids, that makes it even more special, you know? Yeah, so for sure. Um, is there, is there a season, you know, again, your kids are adults. So is there a season, like if you could go back to a season of a certain age of your kids, what would it be? What, what, what ages would it be? Well, when we, we, we bought this house, which my wife found, um, and we, we rented the one we were in after, after we just got done killing ourselves for years on remodeling. It's a real nice house that we had. And we moved. She says, I found this place. It'll be a good fixer-upper. This is before the fixer-upper shows came right, out. Right, right. Yeah. She Original. This, yeah. She had, a, she had this dream. This, you know, all right. So we found this place and we all moved in there. And, I, and they were all younger. Um, and it was crazy. And uh, we lived in, this, in, lived in the backyard in a trailer. And uh, it rained on us. And so you weren't even living in the house. You were in well, a trailer outside the house. <laughs> when the remodeling started on that one, yeah, we were outside. And uh, oh, as crazy as that time was and as, and as little money as we had, and we didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring. It was, mm. it was awesome. It was a great time in our life. It was very exciting for, our, for Laura and I and, and the kids. I mean, <clears throat> I think even for some of their best memories, I remember, I think it was Liana said, uh, it was Halloween I don't know the year, but it was way back when. And we were all in this little trailer that we were sleeping in. It was raining, and the roof was leaking, and poor mom was sick, throwing up in the pumpkin. Uh, in the pumpkin. <laughs> in the pumpkin. It's a good spot. And Leon goes, that was so much fun. I remember sleeping there. That was, and we, we used to have to climb through a fence to get into our the house that we were fixing up to use the shower. But um, it was just a fun time. You know, it was, it was chaotic, but a lot of laughs. We had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good times when they were younger. Yeah. You know, I'd say that would be a fun time to go back to. <laughs> I've, I've heard them talk about living in the trailer and it's so funny to think that like the, and all of them talk about it fondly. They don't yeah. remember any of the hard, difficult moments, anything like that. Like they talk about it so fondly. So I feel like I, it seems like it gives me so much perspective on like, you know, like you as a parent might see all the hard things, but like, yeah, we want to make it better and easier. And they, yeah. you know what? They, that's the stuff they remember is give me the cardboard box so I can play in that all yeah. day long. Right. You know, the simple yeah. things they just. The simple that's, things, yeah. yeah. Didn't you say they had to use the restroom, bathroom outside all the time, too? <laughs> 
well, dad would pee in the backyard often, so they, they all wanted to do the same thing. So they all, <laughs> they all learned how to squat pre at a young age. <laughs> That's a good skill to learn right? as, as a girl. You, you can do it, you know, out in the wilderness. You don't have to have a toilet. That's so true. <laughs> That's great. Uh, your, your wife is, takes a lot of pride in that. I mean, uh, yeah. a few trips going up to Lake Tahoe, we pulled over on the side road, and she was so excited to be able to just get out and do her business. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I don't think every every girl has that skill, that uh, that confidence, let's right. say, to be able to do that. Um, and how about uh, you? You also mentioned in the beginning, you know, okay, now you're a grandpa. Or my my daughter's four, and we have a boy that's a year and a half, Logan and Paxson. Logan's my daughter. Paxson's my son. Um, what do you love most about being grandpa? Oh, God. Um... Well, you go back to when your kids were little, of course, you kind of see, you see traits that your grandkids have that your kids had or whatever, but just being able to just enjoy them. Because when, when my kids were younger, I was so busy working, I didn't have, I couldn't mm. just sit down for two hours sure, right. and just say, I don't give it, you know, whatever about the day. I just yeah. sit and do whatever. I remember when we went camping with Paxton, I, would, I was just walking through the park lot, picking up seashells on the beach. Yeah. You know, time wasn't a problem, but mm. when I was, when my kids were younger, sorry to say, it was like, you know, I got to go to work. I got to go. I got to go. Yeah. I got to go. Right. And you're always pushing because it's all about the money. So I would say as a grandparent, it's now, it's not about the money anymore, you, mm. you know, and, 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 you know, we're just fortunate that that's true. Maybe other grandparents are struggling still, but I mean, we're fortunate enough to say it's, we can take the time now and mm. just spend it with our, right. either our kids or our grandkids, which is awesome and it's really enjoyable just to, I don't even have to say anything I can just sit in the back in a corner and watch them right and it's yeah. fun just to see what they're doing hmm. and it's kind of fun because I met my four daughters you know they they a lot of people say did you guys fight growing up and they never fought man they were always just you know they have little big you know, right. little things but never like some people talk oh man I you know my daughter my sister and I used to beat each other up or whatever but they all care for each other they all have a good they all have great mm -hmm. hearts and I'm sure they get that from their mom quite a bit. They, she's she's got a great heart too, but um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, is there anything uh, that you um, obviously you know being present, um, being a little more present uh, that you want to be able to do do differently with your with your now grandkids? Um, yeah. Uh, yes, I I guess that's a um, well. Not only with just my grandkids, but my friends, too. Um, <clears throat> I want to share my faith, which is always hard to talk about because I never needed God. Hmm. But <clears throat> I know how important it is that you put him in your life and put him first. So I guess that would be, that's going to be the, the, uh, First and foremost, that I'm going to teach my grandkids, hmm. or at least talk to them, you know, sure. about them more than I did with my kids, mm -hmm. and uh, and have them, you know, feel confident enough not to feel that like they can't ask questions about who he is or sure, whatever. Just yeah. you know, I want them to know him on 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 a personal basis, I guess. Mm -hmm. And even some of my good friends, we you know, I I bring it up, we talk about it. Just some of them, some of them know the Lord real well, some know at a distance, but. I think that's whatever time I have left. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It's a big, that's it's a big my, job. Yep, that's my goal. <laughs> yeah. And for me to know him better, too. I mean, 
you know, I feel like I have a decent relationship with them, but just to, just to get deeper. Sure. Yeah. That's a good goal. Yeah. Grand, grandpa, parent and dad, for sure. Um, how about, uh, you know, with your parents, um, what are things that you um, loved and admired so much about your parents that you have continued or want to continue to to kind of pass on uh, to your kids and grandkids? Yeah, well, again, um, <clears throat> my mom and dad, their work ethic was, you know, my mom is an immigrant. She came on a, a boat from Italy. So she's worked, she was, she was there in World War II. Hmm. Great stories. Um, and the stuff that she had to live through made her pretty, a strong person, very strong person. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad, too, he's, you know, hardworking, strong person, loved, loved my mom. Uh, she's no longer with us, but I see her every day, you know, mm-hmm. and things. But uh, their, their um, willingness to share. Um, it's something I'd want to pass on. <clears throat> and I think my kids get it, got it already because they, they experienced it firsthand from sure. yeah. my mom and dad. But always wanting to have parties. And it's, you know, not, not you know, some people want parties for for different reasons. They weren't showing off or doing anything, but they wanted to share hmm. the things that they worked hard for that they were able to gather, you know, whether... They built a new business or they built a new house. They celebrated. They always invited all the people that were involved, yeah. whether you know, whether they were painters or, or yeah. you know, or just good friends that helped, whatever, bankers. And they always had them, kept them really close and wanted them to be part of the celebration mm-hmm. of whatever whatever it is that they were conquering or whatever you would call it. Um, but very gracious that way, really willing. My mom, uh, one of the best hosts you couldn't walk in the door without her first question being, what can I do for you? What yeah. can I get for you? Oh, you know, yeah. Let me cook you something. Let me get you something. She was just uh, a server. And, you know, and I think we've, we've, my brothers and my sisters, and I, we've all learned that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> Passing on, things you want to pass on from oh, the, that your parents also taught you, like yeah. you were mentioning hosting. Yeah. Well, that, those yeah. would be it and the love that they shared. Yeah. You know, they're never afraid to... Uh, tell us that they loved us which was a lot, a lot of kids don't get that from mm-hmm. their parents or grandparents they're just you know my dad I've, I've heard some of the kids my, my dad never told me sure that, yeah. which is whew, man I think about that how hard would that be <clears throat> so those simple things and I don't think <clears throat> we're going to kind of rewind and go right back to if you don't know if you don't know Jesus your heart's not going to allow you mm. to do that sure your heart has to be softened so mm. you can speak the truth yeah you know? Totally, yeah. I think you're, man, spot on. I mean, you think about the life of Jesus, and he never even had a home, and he was hosting people and, do, you know, eating together with people. Right. And how many people he fed, the 5,000s, the 10,000s, and, right. like, what an incredible host he was as a model. And And speaking from our experience, like, you know, getting to be hosted by Grandma Leah and Ben, Papa Ben now, and then getting to be hosted by you guys too. I mean, you guys are fantastic hosts, and um, it's so fun to see how many different types of people come to your house, because it's not always just family, it's friends too, and I love seeing, uh, you know, Kinsey, your daughter, and and for like a birthday of hers or a party that she has, it's so fun to see all of her friends. She has so many types of friends, and they all 
you know, they see you guys as another set of parents to them. And I've heard her friends say like, oh yeah, like Mama Laura, like that's, that's my other mom, you know, and it's so special. And, And they can be very different lifestyles and perspectives of life, but they know when they come to your house, they're going to feel loved. And so speaking from experience, it's, you guys do that really well. Yeah. And that just goes to show you that I think there's a lot of families that don't have that maybe and I always yeah. I, yeah, right. I always thought growing up it was, we had nothing special it was sure. normal everybody doesn't yeah. everybody's family does this but I will share with you we went on a trip uh, when, when, when Liana graduated college uh, she was going to go to Europe for some time and last minute she said dad I'm going to be on the sailboat and we're going to sail in Croatia but it was set up for I think it was 30 and younger was the age group okay so I'm like, Lee, we can't go. No, you guys should go. We should bring the whole... F-. You know, so anyways, real quick uh, is the whole family got on board this boat and there were several boats that sail and they would all meet up. Uh, but it was weird because all these other boats, these kids, they wanted to be with us. Mm. And, no and my daughter's like, Dad, I don't get it. Why do I want to <laughs> hang out with you? And I go, I don't, I don't know, but it's cool. They're welcome aboard. Come yeah. on aboard, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it, we they, they were sharing their life stories with us. Yeah. And, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, the power, I, I call it the power of the table. Yeah. Like the power of sharing a meal with somebody. There's something spiritual to it. There's something Christ-centered oh, yeah. about it that all the walls come down. For yeah. some reason, all the walls come down. You can talk about and it. And all anything. we got to do is slow down. You yeah. have to do that, right? right. Just yeah. take a minute. For know? sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, all right, we'll click. Almost at the end. You've made it almost almost to the end, Cosmo. Well, good job. Uh, yeah, good job. Um, maybe you can share just a, a couple of, you know, biggest pieces of advice to, to any, any dads out there that um, are in the middle of parenting um, little young ones or elementary, junior high, um, just kind of bringing it all back around the, the most well, important Well, I would just things. tell you... It- Hang in there because it does get easier. Mm. There's, I mean, <clears throat> when you're in the middle of it, it's like, oh my God, is this ever going to end? Am I ever going to have... It does get better. Mm. Just keep, keep the course. Keep stepping forward. Mm. Uh, praise God every day. Ask Him for guidance. Um, and you'll be fine. You're going to make yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I think we... I, I've, been to, I've been to... Uh, I'm making you cry here. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> I'm taking it but that's too hard. That's what I. That's what I do now. As a grandfather, I cry. Yeah. A lot. Well, when I had four daughters, you 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 would think you'd be crying a lot. And I, I that's what started. I, yeah. After four daughters, I've been yeah. crying ever since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And any any favorite family trips you guys had together, uh, or any funny stories you'd want to share um, at the end? We were we were fortunate enough. Um, we've we've had. My folks were fortunate enough to buy a place at the beach uh, when my kids were little. So I would tell you that going to grandma's house and spending a week on the beach for our summer vacation when the kids were little was probably, I would tell you, I know that's going to be their biggest highlight. Mm -hmm. That was was the best thing about growing up is having that time, sitting, you know, sun up to sundown on the beach, having pasta, you know, a nice pasta meal with my Mm -hmm. mom and dad. Um... Yeah, just just have a time together. But we also went to Lake Tahoe. Um, uh, my in-laws had a tradition that they'd go up there for Thanksgiving, and that was another huge mm-hmm. blessing. 
Yeah. <clears throat> just spending, so we got to spend time with both sides of the family, you know, once a year really good. And, um, yeah, there's, we were, again, those were our two big ones. Yeah. That was we, those family tradition trips. Yeah. Didn't matter where we were. It's just more, it was more like, you know, just having time to slow things down and just hang around the dinner table. We would, I don't even, I don't even know how, when, when, when my mom, and, when I was a kid, we would sit around the dinner table for hours. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even, how would we sit there for three, four hours? And yeah. Even, they would ask us about school. They would mm-hmm. talk about work. They would talk about. We never left the table. It was mm. just food and dessert, and yeah. wine and whatever. <laughs> and now, like I said, we really enjoy that with our with our kids. Just have a meal, share a meal, sit around, just talk about. Yeah, you know, like to hear what they're doing. That makes me think of if we got to go with you guys to Italy, um, and a really really fun trip to Italy, and get got to visit your your mom's roots. Yeah. And My first time too. Yeah, and that you know one of the things I think we all took back too is like how long their meals are and how they just sit and they enjoy them. And kids are up, little kids are up till like nine p.m., yeah. whatever. But like they're enjoying their time and they're taking their time, and what a difference that is to American culture meals. Oh, absolutely. Of like we're fast. Well, now, look, everything's drive-thru because they don't it's even have time through. to sit at a table. They want to eat in the yeah. car. It, right? We're sitting in front of the TV, which is fun, you know, have, you know, dinner in front of the TV, watch a movie together or something. Yeah. But most of the time it's so fast and, and that's the time you get to connect. Right. So making time for that, uh, it, you know, it's it's good to get out of American culture sometime to see, oh, yeah, there's a different way to do this. Right. <laughs> a little bit I think better. getting around a table, and, and again, and as when you have little kids, it's hectic because they're screaming, yeah, they're right. yelling, they're throwing food. <laughs> Speaking from but experience. But you know what? Yeah, I mean, but it's good. Yeah. Let them throw the food. Right. right Let them yeah. do whatever. Just get them around the table. Get them used to sitting around and talking mm-hmm. about their whatever or not talking, giggling. Yeah. And then uh, clean it up. And I know it, it can be exhausting for mom and dad. Right. But uh, that's I think that's some of the the strongest memories bond and, you you yeah. can make with that yeah memories and stuff. No, kids. that's good advice for me and 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 Cosmo because yeah you're sometimes you're fighting battles you don't really need to fight and that like if it's gonna be messy at the end it's gonna be a little dirty that's okay like this yeah. time we're not gonna get back so soak it up and enjoy. Well, you guys we try a very good job. We try to do that. Yeah, proud of you guys. We try to do that. Uh, we've made it to the end. Would you mind, um, praying us out Cosmo and, and specifically for girl dads, but just in, in general, also just any dads that could use some prayer. I'll do my best. We'll see how, uh, how this goes, but yes, I'd be happy to do it. <clears throat> Our heavenly father, thank you for this time with my son-in-law. Um, very proud of him. Uh, he's he is a great dad, and uh, I know his kids will remember all the time he's taken and spent with them. I pray that uh, other fathers, whether they have boys or girls, will will take that time. It doesn't have to be every day, but they have a weekend they can sit down and spend some time and listen. It would be huge for that young man or young woman <clears throat> that will remember um, that, that what their dad did. It's not about what you give them. Mm. I'm telling you right now, you can buy them a pretty dress or a nice bike. That's all good. But they're going to remember sitting on that lake with a fishing pole mm. for hours. 
talking about their dreams. <clears throat> so, Lord, I, uh, I ask that you continue to bless this family and all the families that are listening. In your great name, amen. Hard to believe we have already finished four episodes. If you like this episode, please share it with a dad you know that you feel could use some encouragement. We are now on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you follow us on Spotify, hit that notification bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you follow us on Apple Podcasting and you like the episode, leave a five-star review and follow our show as we continue this journey of fatherhood. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you guys next month in the coming episode of Rad Dads.